Welcome, 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 welcome. It is Women's History Month, and here on Living a Rich Life, we are kicking it off. So welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. Here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we inform, inspire, and encourage each other to live the principles of Living a Rich Life Network. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. We all have a story to tell, and today's guests are no different. With that being said, let's talk about it. Today's first guest, she is appearing on the show for the second time. She is a singer, songwriter, musician, and attorney. Several of her notable hits are Center of Attention, You Belong Here, a favorite of mine, and also Here With Me. Her recent single, Nothing Else, featuring TT the Artist and Mighty Mark, was recently selected for the International Music Video Underground via FilmFreeway.com. To kick off the show, we have the one and only Sunny Cal performing a sample selection of Nothing Else featuring TT the Artist and Mighty Mark. Sunny, welcome. Hello. All right. You ready for the sample? Give us a sample. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what you're staring at, haven't seen you around. Don't look away, get close to me. I guess it's been a while, you always look like that. Penny for your thoughts sitting next to me. To be fair, I don't want to waste your time, no. And I'm ready for someone like you. You impress me, enthrall me. I don't think there's anyone better. You intrigue me, it's charming. I see that nothing else matters. BigForesRadio.com. For those that are just tuning in and watching, uh, please welcome again the talented Mrs. Sunny Cow. How are you doing, Sunny? I'm doing well. I'm gonna start to turn this off now. <laughs> yes, yes. Great. Well, I gotta say, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Nice to be back. Well, good, good to have you back. So. I want to get right to it because um, nothing else, which has a lovely, lovely beat, uh, if I can say lovely. Um, what was the driving factor to uh, to create nothing else? So, you know, I was kind of looking at my catalog and I was thinking, I don't have any true love songs there. Um, so I thought, OK, this is an opportunity to 
create, you know, now that I'm married and everything that's recent, I was like, let me create an actual love song. Um, because normally, you know, I write about love a lot, but you know, a lot of times it's not just a straightforward, like, I love you kind of song. It's usually some nuance to it. And, um, I wanted to stick to that nuance, but at the same time, I want it to be a fun sort of holiday or summer single, something that people could just feel good listening to. Um, and so Mighty Mark, my producer sent me over a beat and I thought, oh, okay, I really like this. And I was able to just build off of it. And really nothing else, it's about rekindling love mm -hmm. um, because it's about, you know, knowing somebody for a while and, you know, not really being too sure about them, but then you're ready for them. And then all of a sudden you're like, nothing else matters. You're the one. Nice, nice. A nice little love story. Right. So congratulations, because yes, as you mentioned, you just recently got, got married. So we're, we're going to get a little personal here. So how is the married life treating you? Oh, I love it. It's it's going well. <laughs> um, and it's a true test because, you know, it's the pandemic. And I guess it's still recent, but, you know, we got married in 2020. So, oh, okay. yeah, so it's been it's been a little while now. And I feel like, you know, we're getting that test of, OK, well, can can you really stand each other? It's like, OK, well, yes, we can. We're together all the time because of the pandemic. So, okay. it, you know, I think it's going well. Nice. Nice. Well, we'll tell you, tell your husband I said hello. I will. Uh, so let's talk about, because again, some of your favorites, some of my favorites, actually, um, you know, You Belong Here, which that was, uh, what year was that 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 came out? Um, well, that came out March of 2020. So right before everything <laughs> went to hell, basically. <laughs> is when that right, right, right. Okay, okay, because that was one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So when, when you got the beef for Mighty Mark, um, you just said, hey, you sat down. What does that process look like when you start writing writing your songs? Um, so I guess it depends on whether I'm writing it myself or if I'm writing with Mark. So you want to know about the process with Mark? Yes, the process with your producer, you know, and then tell us what that process looked like, because I'm, I'm sure it wasn't every single hour you was with Mighty Mark. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, some of my songs on the upcoming album, um, they've been revamped songs like Here With Me. You know, I did an acoustic version of that back in 2015 on my first EP. So, you know, I already had that song written and then Mighty Mark, you know, listened to the song and basically just said, okay, this is how we can make the song current and sort of fit within this R&B landscape. Um, Cause before it was just very acoustic and singer songwriter, but we, I think we tried to keep the best elements from the original version of that song. So it's all about, you know, harmonies and it, you know, you have that kind of 1990s nostalgia, like listening to Drew Hill or Boys to Men or something like that. But you know, it's a woman, of course. Um, so we tried to keep the uniqueness of that track. And then Mark, you know, added that kind of, you know, Baltimore club or sort of like trap beat behind mm -hmm. here with me to make how, it current. How, how long did it take? Um you know, studio time to, to create nothing else. So, um, and so with nothing else also, so yeah, Mark started with the beat. And for a lot of the other songs that aren't built off a song I already wrote, it starts with Mark, you know, just sending me like the skeleton of the beat and then building on that. Um, but in terms of studio time, we actually didn't spend any time in the studio because, you know, this all happened, like I said, during the pandemic, I decided, okay, let me build my own at home studio. 
So Mark guided me through that process and basically told me all the equipment I needed to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that. I invested in my home studio and the entire album, all 10 songs I recorded at home. Oh, nice, nice. So as you mentioned, this this upcoming album, and I know normally how this works, there's a single, there's a single, then an album drops somewhere out of the air. What's what's the name of the of your upcoming album? Can you can you share that with us? Sure, it's called Anthology of Love. Mm. Okay, so that goes back to the whole love story thing that, that you got going on. Right. Yeah. So it's I that's the kind of the one theme. All my songs are different, but that's the one theme that they have. Even though they're not related to each other, I figured okay, it's like an anthology. Okay. That's, that's the problem. When you, I, I got to get me a home studio because I got I got my son coming in the door. Oh. <laughs> that's okay. You, it happens. It, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So, so how many songs are on this album? So we got ten songs on this album, um, and so nothing else in here with me are both on that album. Okay. Okay. Um, and how long, so how long did it take you to do the actual album? Because I don't think I heard that. Oh, yeah. Um, so it only took me, it was pretty quick, between like three and six months. <laughs> okay. I, I uh, guess that's, is that the norm? What's the normal process? For well, it? some people take a really long time to record an album, but I guess it depends on if you have all your songs ready or not. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But maybe it was probably three months. That a three month period that I just recorded. And then after that, it was just, you know, getting it mixed and mastered, you know, sending it out to people, engineers who were working in a studio to, you know, get the sound right and all of that. Um, but I was motivated when I <laughs> decided to do this album. Yeah. So what, what keeps you motivated, right? So you recently, so you got married, you know, you had a couple of life, um, some major life events happening. Right. Um, what what kept you motivated? And, and I do want to say uh, my condolences. I know it's been some time. Your, your dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Who was um, you know I've seen him perform and I've seen you perform with him, and he's been pretty instrumental in your in your career. So what has kept you motivated over these these last you know couple of years? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think my dad had had a lot to do with sort of my burst of motivation. You know, this time because he had already passed away. Um, He passed away in December 2020. So it was around January, February that I said, you know what, I have to get this album out because I hadn't done a full album yet. I had just done an EP, um, you know, a long time ago. And so it just kind of showed me that, you know, life is short. Mm -hmm. Luckily, he did so much in his life that I I was motivated by that. The fact that he was really at peace when it was his time to go. And I thought, hmm, you know, if something were to happen to me right now, I would not be at peace with that because I have so much to put out. I have so much to do. And so I thought, no, no, this is urgent. I have to get an album out. Heck, I need to get five albums out as soon as possible. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's- understandable. Understandable. That's a, that's a good motivation. And again, uh, for those that are just tuning in and watching, um, we are talking with Mrs. Sunny Cow. Uh, singer, songwriter, musician, extraordinaire. Um, so how long have you been singing? Just to refresh, because again, you shared that with us when you first came, but how long have you been singing? Yeah, I've been singing pretty much my whole life, probably since about five years old, you know, going back to just 
being in plays and school and doing talent shows and stuff like that. But it wasn't until probably the last like three to five years that I, you know, started actually putting out music and mm-hmm. deciding to do something with it. Nice. And, and did you write your first song? I hear that you wrote your first song at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote my first song at five um, and it's called Hear Me One. Um, here spelled H-E-A-R, Hear Me One. And it's on my dad Stanley Cowell's album by the same name. Um, I think it did come out in 1996, 1995, 1996. Well, okay, so, well, we, we, we was having trouble finding that bad boy. Um, Cause we were looking. <laughs> oh really? Well, she, she wrote, my, one of my guys said, she wrote a song at five years old. I, 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 yeah, if she said it, if it's there, it's out there in the ether. I said, just find it, find it for me. So, but I, I figured just to say, you could share with us uh, yeah. with that information. So Yeah, I'll send you doing. a link. Okay, okay. So speaking of links, um, how, how can our viewers hear your music? Um, so share with them your, your social media, as well as um, how they can get a hold of some of your music and, and download and listen to it. Sure. So um, the my songs that are out so far, all of them that you mentioned, they're on all streaming platforms. So you can go to Spotify and follow me on there. You can go to Apple Music. You can go to Tidal. Um, it's on SoundCloud, YouTube, all of your streaming platforms. And if you like the song, you can also share it on social media. Um, you know, it's on TikTok and Instagram to be used as a sound uh, if you want. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Sunny Cowell Music. Okay. And you can find me on twi- Twitter, just at Sunny Cowell. Um, and then YouTube, same, it's just Sunny Cowell is my YouTube channel. And okay, Facebook, so, Sunny Cowell. So yeah. you have a, a, a YouTube channel. So let's, let's share that with our viewers. You have a YouTube channel that folks can subscribe to. Um, yep. I believe my team subscribed me today because awesome. I, I we've listened to your music we've downloaded it um so folks we need you tuning in you're watching and listening um you can download apple music if, if one person down downloads a song it's only what 99 cents mm-hmm. so it's you know that's folks you're out there partying and drinking uh check it out <laughs> listen because it's good music it's it's really good music it's um what would you classify your, your, your music as? Um, hmm. I mean, I would say in general, it's in the R&B or soul category. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I kind of play around within that. So I have stuff that's more like acoustic R&B. Then I have some things that are more like, you know, Baltimore Club mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. R&B, more pop R&B. See, um, so because when I hear so one, you have a lovely voice. Let's let, let me let me say that. Um, I hear it's like there's like a blend of a little R and B, uh, pop, jazz, mm-hmm. acoustic soul. That's the kind of flavor I get when I listen to your music, which mm-hmm. all of that in, I enjoy. There's no rock and roll in there, but who knows? Is there <laughs> rock and roll in the future for Sunny Cow? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm very open when it comes to genre. I don't think people should be pigeonholed in one right. thing. All right. So, so one of the things you mentioned earlier, um, again, when I hear acoustic, I know that you play um, 
the guitar. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in, in some of your videos. Um, what other instruments do you play? So I also play the violin and the viola. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sing, so that's it. So, so I guess that's four four instruments. Now, um, now do you um, do you have a favorite? Do you prefer one versus the other? Um, you know, honestly, <laughs> this is gonna sound funny, but it's about utility for me. So, like, I started. I picked up the guitar because I realized I didn't want to have to rely on other musicians to perform with me live. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to accompany myself. So that's why I picked that up. Um, but I really like the viola. I mean, it it adds unexpected flavor to pretty much anything, you know, any song. Oh, really? um, you wouldn't happen to have a viola handy, would you? No, yeah, it's way upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do Next that. This, this, this is Be Exposed Radio. We will pop up for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, next time I'll be I'll be prepared. I'll have that with me. Okay, um, okay, but okay. you can hear the viola on the album um, here with me. I've you know there's viola throughout it. I do a lot of my be- own backgrounds with viola. Yes, yes, and and the video because you know I, I was at the video location. I, I, I didn't see myself in the actual video. <laughs> But um, that because that was pretty that was pretty dope. That was like an upbeat. Um, uh, 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 what's the word I want to use? It was a real upbeat song, party, having fun, like mm-hmm. hey, I belong here type 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 vibe. What, yeah, yeah. What what brought that on? Because I don't think we we had that discussion. Oh yeah. Um, well, so I co-wrote that song with Neil. Um, okay. Neil, Neil Feldman is his real name, but he goes by Neil Nines now. Yes, um, yes. And he was on the show as well yeah. as TT the artist. So shouts, shouts out to, to, to those folks as well. Right. So we co-wrote that song and actually, so that song came about because we were sitting around and he was contemplating moving out to LA mm-hmm. and we were thinking, hmm, doesn't it seem like once you get to a certain level as an artist, in Baltimore, it seems like you have to move, like you have to move to LA or New York City or something. And we were like, you know, we should write a song that's about like keeping talent here and telling people like you belong here, like don't leave, like this is like, you know, this is a a place, like let's stay here and grow Baltimore, basically. Mm, mm, No, I didn't say, I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess I didn't come come up the last time. (laughs) No, no, it, it, it did. I'm trying to think, you know, but that that's 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 interesting. I didn't. Yeah, that's that's a, that's well articulated as to why that came, because, you know, I, I get that sense, too, like artists and they you come to a place and once you get to that certain level, you feel like you need to go to New York or L.A. But, but and I think, you know, it's not just with music. I think that's also when it comes to acting. Yeah, um, folks in certain in a certain industry, folks feel like they need to move um, to a different location to these places that are known more. You know, the the mecca. You know, Hollywood and again, New York is New York. You can't go wrong there. But I, right. I think so. That's 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 good to hear. I'm glad he stayed too, though. You know, you didn't have any yeah. ideas of moving away, did you? No, I didn't. I mean, my I'm from here, and you know, from Maryland, and my family is here. So I, I probably wouldn't move anyway, but 
I just feel like we live in a world now that's so connected. Like, mm. I don't feel like we have to just up and move places. Like a lot of the people I'm working with, they are living out in LA, like Titi. Right, right, yep. <laughs> so it's like, I might as well stay here and you like cultivate the scene. Absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's what works. And this, again, this, this day and age, you don't have to necessarily be in those locations. Right. So that's, that's what's up. So let's, let's talk about this um, thing you call an attorney. <laughs> so, so, so how are you incorporating being an attorney and your music? And I asked that question because um, I believe there was some event that you were at, you were part of and I believe there was some connection. So how do you incorporate being an attorney and your music or yeah. the music industry? Sure. Yeah. And I'm glad you asked that question because there are some new things in the works regarding that now. Um, so first, I am on the board of Maryland Volunteer Lawyers for the Arts. Um, so I help to match attorneys, um, entertainment attorneys with artists. Um, and it's free. So, you know, these oh. are attorneys volunteering their time. So if somebody you know, needs a performance contract or um, we, they've even dealt with housing issues, you know, just artists who, you know, are about to be evicted or, you know, anything regarding your life as an artist, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can be referred to Maryland Volunteer Lawyers for the Arts. Um, and that being said, so, you know, I, I mentioned that my dad passed and he had a nonprofit um, or has a nonprofit called the Piano Choir Incorporated. Mm -hmm. And so, he, um, you know, when he was alive, he would go into schools um, and he would put on music programming all over the country. So he would do, you know, jazz workshops and um, he would give talks and he would bring concerts to different venues. So I've taken over that nonprofit now um, and I'm going to be revamping it. And part of that, um, I'm going to be offering legal information services to uh, to artists as well, because I noticed that even though you know we have Maryland Volunteer Lawyers for the Arts, you know there's a backlog. There's so much need that art that artists have, and sometimes they wait you know months and months to be placed with an attorney. So um, what I started doing because a lot of times you know in this artist community people always refer you know, other people to me saying, oh, can you guide this person? They need help with this, help with that. It's taken too long for them to find like another attorney. So um, what I'm going to do, and you know, I can't practice outside law. Um, I, I work for another organization, so I don't, I'm not doing outside practice of law, but what I'm doing, what I'm offering is legal information for mm, people. That, and, and that's key. That's, yeah, that's so key, right? exactly. So if somebody is saying, okay, well, you know, I need a contract for a festival or I need a performance contract or something like that. I'll say, okay, well, these are the kind of things that should be in this type of contract. And here are a bunch of examples mm -hmm. of contracts that you can use. So I try to guide people so they can learn how to do these things on their own and kind of even save money in the process, right? And educate themselves. Um, but, you know, for a small fee, small consultation fee, I'll teach them you know, how to resolve these problems on their um, own. That's that's what's up, right? At the end of the day, it's a win-win, you know, because yep. some, some folks don't want to share information. So I commend you on, on doing that. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting a little, little something for your troubles. But I think it's more of a motivating factor to help someone 
succeed in terms of that. Because again, being an artist is, uh, it's no easy feat, right? No. It's, it's, no, it's no easy feat. So, so, so tell us, uh, who, who would you like to perform with in, in the near future? Who do you see yourself perform? So that's two questions. Who do you see yourself performing with? And who would you like to perform with in the near future? Um, I really like the artist Khalid. Like, it would be really cool to be for, perform with him. Um, I really like her. Um, her. H-E-R, her. I couldn't um, resist. You, you, you gave me the look like, wait, <laughs> you don't know who hers? No. I know. <laughs> no, um, no, okay. Yeah, so I, I like her and I like, um, well, so there are a lot of artists. I like Snow Allegra. I like oh. Ari Lennox. Um, I like, in terms of producers, I really like Pharrell Williams. I've always wanted to like collaborate with him. Now, um, do you do you have a, a manager? An, or who's 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 your a management company that you work with? Uh, can I can I ask that? So I manage myself, okay. but I do have yeah. So I do have Heidi Klotzman though, who is my agent. So she books um, different live music gigs. Okay. 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 Yes. Heidi. Heidi was on the show as well. I haven't talked yeah. to Heidi in a while. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Heidi. Hide and seek entertainment. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my girl. Yep. That's my girl. Um, okay. So when are we going to make those things happen? When are we going to make those things happen? Those, those artists? Cause it's. Well, <laughs> we'll see. I got to put out an album for. Facts. Facts, facts yeah so we're building we're building momentum you know releasing the singles and then in um very soon i have another song coming out on the club queens uh compilation album as well so besides my album somehow i've ended up on five other songs coming out this year too that oh. are singles so there'll be a slew of music <laughs> you'll see okay okay i mean this is the time to get it out because usually you know, uh, winter, and then when it gets warm and, and you got a couple of headbangers, you know, folks like to roll the window down, have the, the music playing in the summertime. So yep. this, this, this is there. So you said five from other from, artists. From Yeah, so, um, so I'm doing, I'm on a remix um, with Ernest Third. He's oh, a okay. rapper in Baltimore City. Um, it's very, I don't know, he... His music gives me kind of like the Lupe Fiasco sort of vibe to it, but but mm -hmm. I'm singing a hook on that song, um, and then I, like I said, I'm doing something on the Club Queens compilation album for for TT, and then another song with Mark, um, and then there are two other songs that I co-wrote with other people. Um, oh. So it's a com it's a combination of features and you know my own singles. Sunny Cow, Mrs. Sunny Cow, she is out here working. I love it. I love it. Yep. So, um, in terms of advice, what advice would you give someone trying to get into the music industry? Mm. So, Specifically, the music industry, right? Because sometimes, you know, folks are like, oh, well, this is for anything. No, you, music industry is a different animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It, it really is. I've learned a lot um, just over the last like six months to a year because, you know, one thing I realized is that no one will do anything for you mm. if you are an artist. So I think it took a long time for me to do anything with my music, 
just because it was something, the music industry was something I didn't understand. Even though I grew up with a musician father and everything, you know, the landscape has changed so much where you have to be in charge of your own promotion and you have to think of it as a business. You're not just an artist, right. you're a business. So, so one thing I realized is like, I'm not just an artist, I'm in sales now. <laughs> and that's one thing that scared me. And I, and I stayed away from it for a while. I was like, oh, I just wanna write music. I, I don't wanna be a business person and all that. But now, you know, this, it's the norm. It's like, you have to make it as an independent artist first before anyone will care about you. And so you have to treat it as your business. Absolutely. And that's, 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 that's funny that you mentioned it because again, although you know, technology has changed and we're able to do a lot more, um, you know, given the way things are set up, but even you know, myself getting into this whole radio podcast, you know, you know, being able to you know, have interviews online versus in the studio, um, which in the studio is just a lot less for me because I could just show up. <laughs> you know, everyone else that put the questions together will do the research, but actually having to kind of know the ins and outs, like you said, I'm, I'm, I do the sales, I do the marketing and, mm-hmm. and everything else. So I appreciate Monty who just, he sets up everything remotely, but that's, that, that is key. So you feel right. knowing having to really get into that industry of uh, doing sales versus, hey, I just want to sing. Right? Exactly. I know. And I still feel that way a lot of the time, but I think I had to ask myself, you know, well, it was actually a book that I read that kind of made me think this way. Um, it's actually, it's by Mark Manson. It's a lot of people have read it. It's an orange book, how not to give a F about anything. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a really good book, but um, basically, you know, the question he asked is, you know, what problems do you care about solving in mm. your life? And so I asked myself, I said, as much as I love being a lawyer, I don't really want to stay up at night, 24 hours, writing briefs for people and doing, you know, doing grunt work like that. But I will stay up at night to get a music track right. Mm. And I've done that several times. So I recognize I care enough about this that I'm willing to solve these problems. So, so I, so that's when I said, you know what, it's not going to be easy, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grab my marketing books. I'm going to learn everything I need to learn about the music industry, as well as putting out music. It's not going to happen overnight, but, you know, I have to go all in. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're doing a good job. You know, you're doing a good job because I was going to ask you, you know, how, how is that balance of so again, now you're married, you got a, you got a family, you, you got an attorney, which I'm sure is demanding. And then the music, and then you got to wear so many hats within the music. How, how do you actually balance it all? Um, well, I wake up early, so I wake up at <laughs> six a.m. every day. <laughs> I, I think I think folks like you and I, and this, you get you wake up early. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, because you kind of have to. And actually, I mean, I think you'll find if you manage your time, you have more time than you think mm. in the course of a day, right? Um, so I kind of just plan out things, you know, I'll say, okay, I'm going to spend every day, no matter what, I, I have to spend an hour on my music, whether it's practicing, whether it's marketing it, you know, there's, there's a time slot every day for working on music. There's a time slot slot for exercising. And, um, 
you know, there's a, the good thing is that with my law job, I just do consulting work. Mm-hmm. So it makes it so it's just like a nine to five sort of situation. Every once in a while, I have to do something outside of that. But for the most part, I can just say, I'm going to do law stuff between these hours. And then after that, you know, it's like family time. It's, you know, working on music or doing interviews <laughs> or, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's just about balancing it, making a schedule and sticking to it. Yeah. I, I, as I like to say, I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. Facts. Well, facts and I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to live in the rich life mugs. Facts. One of my favorite sayings. Coming out. Like do, you, do you even have a, a, a shirt or a mug? You don't have either one of these, do you? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yes, I should get one. We're going to fix that. Don't worry. We're gonna okay. We're going to fix that. So tell us, what's um, what's next for Sunny Cow Music? Um. Well, I have my first merch item coming out. Um, so we're just going to start small with my logo. I, ha- I have a new logo now with um, a QR code on some stickers. So you can, you know, get some merch and, you know, put it up in any bar you go into and just kind of put Sunny Cal out there. So I have some new stickers coming out. Um, I've mainly been doing a lot of like private performance events, but I, there will probably be some other performance events coming down the pike during the summer um, that the you know general public can attend. Now that and, the world, I mean, do you, because you think the world is opening, I guess, as the world opens more. Yeah, I mean, there, there are some performances happening every once in a while, but yeah, it's not regular yet. So we'll see. And who's, who knows, like some other variant might come and then <laughs> like there won't be any. So Lord, we laugh, but we don't want no more variants. Right. <laughs> this, this um, that's real. Yeah, so so we got to figure out the performance stuff. I think as artists, many of us are trying to figure that out. But um, there will be many more. There's more content coming coming out very soon. So every month, there's going to be either a new song or a new performance video or something coming out. Okay, nice, nice. Now, um, so you're having more private events, right? We talked about who you might want to work with. Tell us where would you like to perform, right? You know, you got these big centers, these big, you know, auditoriums. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where can we look for Sunny Cal in the in the future? Radio City Music Hall? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, I haven't really thought about that. I, I mean, I would say more locally, like places in DC, like um like Blues Alley or like... Yeah, yeah, to see, I was, and I, I asked that question because I could see that happening, well, pretty pretty soon, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blues Alley, there's even a place out in um, um, Annapolis where they have, again, I have small, intimate places, right. which I really enjoy, um, mm-hmm. you know, being be able to see a lot of big headliners and I, I can see you performing in those those settings mm-hmm. that it's intimate i mean your songs are, are very powerful again we carry your voice very well you know this that's just me i'm a, I'm a fan so that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's how it is um and then there's places here in in the baltimore area that i think you're able to capitalize on now that are actually open and 
you know, it'd be an, a good opportunity, especially with, you know, your new new single, nothing else. And again, I don't know how that works if you want to perform some of your other songs, mm-hmm. what you would need, right? But yeah, um, well, so also Keystone Corner um, in Baltimore. I'm friends with the owner there. So I, we've been talking about that, Heidi and I. So I think it might be cool um, to do basically basically take some of her other artists and incorporate them. Yes, the yes. Um, and then, you know, I would go on last and perform, you know, like five of my songs or something and make it like a CD release sort of party. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'd probably do is I'd have for like nothing else for more kind of like commercial pop songs. I'd have Mighty Mark up there on the turntables, you know, up there with me performing. But then I'd also incorporate some more like jazz or acoustic artists that I know that play other instruments and in some of the other songs and to the, make it more of like an intimate. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, because you perform that Keystone Corner. Yeah, so that 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 resource there. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we need to make that happen sooner than later. You, you know, yeah. I'll be there. You know. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? This summer, you know, there it's likely that that could happen. So it's definitely something we're talking about with people. Ah, very nice. Yeah, Keystone Corner. I just that's a whole. They got a lot going on down that area now. So that's mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to look for that. Look for that to happen. Um, so can you share with folks again how they can get copies of your your current music, um, your you know some of your previous music, again your album, Insecure, things of that nature. Share that with our viewers, as uh, some folks seem to pay me. Sure. Yeah, you can. Um, well, I mentioned before, you know, all the streaming services. So Apple Music, um, Spotify, Tidal, all of my music is on there, um, including the EP Insecure. Also, you can go to Bandcamp. Um, and you can, you know, support me by purchasing the EP or purchasing the song, nothing else as well. Nice. All right. You heard it. You heard it first, folks. Um, again, if you go to Sunny Cow Music, that's your IG, right? Yeah. Oh, and also my website is sunnycowmusic.com. Okay. And, and I know from, from the, uh, from Instagram, you can get to everything pretty easily. Mm-hmm. All right, you click on right. that. It gives you samples, so you can actually sample here, hear the song, and mm-hmm. um, hear parts of the song. And then I, I'm sure you're gonna like what you hear. And then um, go ahead and download it. Right. So that's yep. that, that'd be a, that'd be a good look. That'd be a good look. Absolutely. Um, I don't know why people call me when I'm on the air. It's just <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You can send a message in the chat text box. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So anyway, um, all right. So thank you for that. Um, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'll go on here and see. This must be urgent, right? Yeah, go ahead. Hello? Hello? I, I can. Is this Lee? Listen, so you, you got to, I, I sent you the link. It's look, it's my other guest. I sent a link to your email. Yes, click on the link. All right, talk to you soon. Good gosh. Yeah, well, she's got to coordinate, you know, getting on. Oh, that's a whole nother Othello. 
Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll, we'll, we'll continue. So what we're gonna do, um, Sunny, as this is Women's Month, Women's History Month, and um, I am, all the women that have been on my show, I'm trying to make sure I put a little extra effort in, in supporting their efforts and, and what they're doing. So for those that are watching and tuning in, I am going to include a link from Living a Rich Life um, that's gonna go directly to your nothing, nothing else featuring uh, TT the artist and Marty, Mar Mighty Mark, say that fast. <laughs> um, so that'll put your, your information out there and that's gonna be uh, free of charge. Just give yourself, oh, I think it's, it's nice. good. We can support each other. And um, that's, that's my gift to you for uh, being an amazing woman. Uh, an amazing artist, and um, again, I've always enjoyed uh, your sound of your voice. It's it's unique, and I think uh, having hearing something different, and the music's good. You know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that that all that always helps when the music's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, with that being said, you know, I, I normally ask my guests two questions. Um, and I don't think I've asked this the last time. I, I'm almost certain I asked one question, but I don't think I asked. What would you say is your superpower? Hmm. I think my superpower is probably emotional intelligence. Um, I'm pretty good at reading the room. That's a good book, by the way. Yeah. But I think that's related to me being an attorney, having to pull information out of people. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. So as you know, I like to play games sometimes. Um, so uh, I'm going to spare you this time, though. But okay. I, I, I will say, when it comes to music, um, and I guess maybe you are old enough. So CDs, are you, do you still have CDs? I do, yeah. So CDs or MP, uh, MP3s, what, what are they called? MP3s or MP4s, mm -hmm. which, ones, which ones do you prefer to listen to nowadays? Uh, MP3s or MP4s. Okay, okay, yeah. no, no CDs. No CDs um, for me now. Are you, a, are you a reader? So when you read music now, you, how, how is that done? I, I, that's a good question. I just popped up with that. Damn, that boy's good. So when it comes to music, right? You know, you have song sheets. Is that still a thing? Or is that yeah. on a tablet now, right? Um, well, okay, so I guess as a pop, relative like pop R&B music person, we don't really have song sheets, but um, if I'm performing with a jazz band, mm -hmm. we have we have song sheets, just kind of laying out what the chords are, chords are and everything so you can improvise. Okay. Um, but yeah, usually, and I guess we could have it if we do some other style of music, but but generally, I don't, I've never seen now, a song. Now, sheet. that's a new question, because I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm used to seeing, you know, in my, my daughter, she's in the, uh, in the band and, you know, she's playing flute and all this other good stuff. So, you know, they're still flipping pages. Yeah, yeah, it depends on, if you're playing with, so, like, if I performed with an orchestra or something, okay. or a small quartet, they would have um, sheet music okay. that they'd be reading from um, while, while performing. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's, if it's a very, you know, if, if you just know the song and it's maybe only one person you're playing with, then maybe they have memorized it. So, but yeah, song sheets are still important. <laughs> so that's yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, real quick here. I'll tell you what, uh, people, uh, 
So um, I'm gonna turn this thing off one day. So, but anyway, um, so I wanna thank you for joining again. Um, this, this was a lot of fun. I learned some new things. So again, folks that are um, watching and tuning in, um, please follow uh, Mrs. Sunny Cow, Sunny Cow Music. Um, and um, until next time, I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Thank you. I will. Right. All Talk right. to you soon. I'll let you know once that link is. And, and send me that link where you're singing that, uh, the, the song that you wrote when you was young. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. I just want to say it's not me singing. I wrote the song. Wrote the song. Never, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, okay. but I'm, I'm just the composer. But oh, okay. I was about to say, he's like a little, little Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Talk Thanks, Teddy. Talk to you Thank soon. You. All right. There you have it. This is Sonny Cal and um, amazing, amazing, amazing artist. So uh, we're gonna keep this thing going. Um, our second guest, uh, her passion is helping women get into the best shape of their lives. Known for helping women achieve a smaller waist and bigger booty without tea, shakes, or surgery by following her step-by-step -step nutrition and training program. Please welcome bodybuilder, personal trainer, and founder of Booty by Lee, Miss Lee, Wise Diaz. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. All right. Um, yeah. Well, thank, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. I, I know you have, um, you know, you, you probably got a client. Most of uh, when I have fitness folks on, they got clients around seven o'clock. So we'll try to get you in and out and um, inspire some other folks um, while we have you on the line. How, how does that sound? That sounds great. I was actually going to tell you, I apologize for my background. I'm in my car. I'm always on the go. And I definitely do have a couple of clients at seven. Oh, okay. See, so that's all right. Well, this is Be Exposed Radio. So we'll just, uh, we'll expose you right now. That's all. <laughs> so question for, you, <laughs> question for you, Lee, how long have you been doing um, fitness? How have you been in the fitness world? Um, I've been in the fitness industry for about seven years now. Seven years. Now, uh, I, my team dug up some information on you and were you competing? Because again, you know, as, as a bodybuilder, I, I think of competition. Um, so were you competing and are you still competing? Yes. So actually I started competing ooh, like 2017. So I did about three competitions. I'm currently not competing. I am still a bodybuilder, but I'm just not competing. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Um, tell us what are some of the, so you have a nutrition and training program, right? So you have your personal trainer. What, what, can you share a few steps of your nutrition and, and training program? What does that look like? So I can't give you all the details. That's actually like, that's a check, but um, basically <laughs> teaching women um, what to eat, how to eat and when to eat it. Um, and then also specific training um, that is strategically to build your glutes and shrink your waist. Oh, your glutes. I'm sorry, where's your glutes at? That would be your booty. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I know that. <laughs> I know that, but someone's like glutes, what do you, you know, you hear the term yeah. glutes maximus, right? Yes. So, yep. Okay. So now you uh, do I want to say cater or you focus on women fitness? 
I primarily work with women. Um, however, I'm open to working with men as well. Yeah. So I don't want to limit myself to just women, but yes, primarily women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when yes. it comes to as a bodybuilder, I, I think of, you know, uh, I think of free weights. I think of folks, you know, that's weightlifting. Um, is there any recommendation free work weights versus, you know, the weights with machines when you're working out? What, what, is, what do you think? What's better? What would you say is better? Is one better than the other? So um, I actually use a combination of the two. Um, you really just want to completely exhaust that muscle, um, weight, like if you're using dumbbells instead of the machine that is typically better because you're going to be engaging your core. So it's going to help you with like your mobility and just really building your core. Um, when you start to use the machines, depending on which machines you're using, you're then eliminating like your core. Um, so you're taking away the part of like building your core. Okay, that, that's interesting. I always learn stuff. I love when I interview folks and I learn things because I'm, yes. I'm, I'm trying to really get, you know, one of my principles of living a rich life is good health. It's the number one. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not fat. Let my doctor tell that I am obese, <laughs> <laughs> but I struggle with being motivated and um, and this what keeps you motivated and disciplined? Because that's 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 serious. I mean, I, you look pretty fit. That's the first thing. <laughs> so I always say like motivation is one of those things that kind of like comes and goes. Um, so for the motivational piece, it comes to like your mindset and just really mm -hmm. like listening to podcasts and doing your affirmations. Um, but because motivation like comes and goes. It's more so about your drive. So what like drives you like what um, has you that like driven? So for me personally, um, I'm results driven. So when I see results, it makes me want to be more consistent. It's like, okay, I see a little ab poking. So if I can just be a little bit more consistent for these next, I don't know, 21 days, can I see maybe another ab on the other side poke out? So yeah, just results. Mm, that's what, okay. Now you mentioned, so food, I like food, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's probably a key. That's what I keep hearing. And again, you are actually my third fitness person I've had on the show. Food seems to be yes. a, a major factor. How, how important is food, um, the food that you eat regarding fitness? How important is that? So food is probably more important than your training. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of people overtrain and undereat. Um, your food is what, your nutrition is what is going to get you the results. So food is, is super important. Um, making sure you're consuming enough calories um, to be able to support those workouts. Oh, okay, okay. So I gotta. So I, I think I'd be pretty good if I just watch what I eat. Yes, if your diet's right, then you'll be fine. Um, I'm also a foodie. I love to eat. That's part of the reason why I work out so frequently is because I just really love to eat. <laughs> yeah she said that with with a lot of confidence i just love to eat <laughs> uh so you always often hear things uh myths about working out again what you eat um can you share any fitness myths known to be true or, or not true i have a couple of fitness myths um so a lot of women think that if you lift heavy that you're gonna look like a man you're gonna get bulky it's not true. It actually helps to um, build like, you know, like your curves and maintain everything. Um, and then on top of that, I know some people stop eating after seven o'clock because they think they're going to gain weight. 
but it's really all about balance. Uh, if you're up past seven and your stomach's growling, then you should eat. But it's like, it's about what you're eating. So certainly not going for like that piece of cake or that piece of pie, uh, but having like, you know, some protein and some veggies, something light that's not going to be too heavy right before you go to sleep. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I, I laugh because it's, it's, that's just, that, that's a well-known myth. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so how do you, um, you know, how did you get into fitness and why? I want to just take a step back. How, how did you actually get into fitness? Were you a, a fat kid? Um, so, ha, huh. uh, I never was into fitness. No one in my family is into fitness. Uh, I just actually took took a look at my life and how it was trending. Um, so I was overweight at some point. Um, I always joke and say, you know, I was shaped kind of like SpongeBob, so really top heavy and like little tiny legs. Um, and you know, I went out one night. You know, like photographers, when you go out, they take pictures of you. You're not mm -hmm. looking. One of the pictures like surfaced online. I saw it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh who my are gosh. my friends? Like, why didn't you guys tell me that I was fat? Um, so really, you just have to get to a point where you get tired of your own bullshit. So mm -hmm. I was just like, all right, like, I have to do something to change my life. Because if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to keep getting the same results, right? So the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Um, so that's when I made the life change. I got into like Herbalife nutrition. I got like super heavy into like Herbalife. Um, and that's what's really like kicked off my fitness journey. Um, and then from there, it's just been history. Facts. And, and how often do you, do you work out? So typically, probably like four to five times a week. Um, I do have rest days because in order for your muscles to grow, it's important that you do rest. Oh, four or five days. I mean, there's only seven days in a week. Yes. <laughs> she like, and? And I, I say that because <laughs> someone like me, because I, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I'm not as young as I look. And um, I just don't bounce back like I used to. And, you know, being fit, you know, I was a lot fitter back in the days. But again, again, I'm not fat. And I don't like to work out, long story short, right? So what other activities would you recommend uh, to help stay active for someone that doesn't like to, to, to work out? So really the diet is going to be key. So if you miss a day of training, as long as your diet is on point, then you should be good to go. Um, other than that, I just say you can do an active rest day where you're still moving around. So the point is just to not be still. So if you're mm. going for like a quick little walk, even if it's just around the mall, like retail therapy, fine, that counts. That's your active um, rest day because you're still getting out, you're moving around, running errands like that counts as well. Um, but not just staying in the bed all day long. You don't want to do that. Oh, OK. Well, I can do that because I love the shop. Exactly. Oh, I, love, I love the shop. So you ain't saying nothing but a word. You ain't saying nothing yeah. but a word. All right. So Lee, can you share with our viewers um, how they can get connected with you? Absolutely. Um, so my personal Instagram account is at fitlikelee. So that's F-I-T-L-I-K-E-L-E-E. And then my business page, it's actually under construction. So I do have to give you that disclaimer before you go and look at it. Um, it's Booty by Lee. So that's B-O-O-T-Y-B-Y-L-E-E. -E. Yes, because I was going to ask, you know, Booty by Lee, what, what, what prompted that name? That's, that's a 
Interesting. Um, so a lot of times in personal training, you hear body by so-and-so. So I'm like, yes. everyone has a body by page, but what is going to make mine different? Um, so since I specialize in building the booty, um, like the posterior chain, I decided to go with booty by Lee. Um, and then more so uh, just the initial. So if you take the initial out of each um, word in the name, it's BBL. So, you know, like the trend right now, a lot of women are going to get surgery done. They're getting BBLs done. So it's just um, the poor man's plastic surgery. So okay. booty by Lee. Yep. I, I like it. I like it. So Ashira, who just joined um, our chat, Hello, new to this live. Well, welcome, Ashira. Thank you for joining. Um, if you need a fitness trainer, then uh, you can go to uh, it's like Lee Wise Diaz, and you can go to her Instagram and check her out. Um, I don't know if that's someone you know or not, but they uh, just chimed in. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we, let, let's let's keep this going. So, in terms of exercise, do you have certain exercises that? You know, I guess it depends on where you're, you're you're focused on, but are there like specific exercises that you know for for cardio versus you know you're trying to tone versus strength? Tell us tell us your thoughts on on those type of exercises. So it really depends on your body goals. If you're trying to burn fat, um, then you can do high intensity cardio. If you're trying to maintain, then you want to do like a steady state. Um, that's pretty um, much it. If you're building, your cardio is going to be little to none, um, because you're trying to build and like bulk up. So I'm glad you mentioned the word bulk up. Um, mm -hmm. you hear bulk up, I think of a lot of different products. Um, tell us about some of the products you personally believe in and what role they play in fitness. Um, some of the products I personally believe in. So one of the products that definitely powers me um, through my workouts would be C4. So I use um, the C4 energy drink. I use all oh, of their yeah. energy drinks. I'm about to say C4 because yep. I, I come from a family of uh, law enforcement and military. You said C4. I was, <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, C4 is a supplement. Um, so they have energy drinks, um, but it's, a, it's an amazing brand. Um, they also have um, like glutamine, which will help your muscles recover faster after working out. Um, they also have creatine. So that's another supplement that's great to use after you finish working out to kind of like help you build the muscle and repair the muscle after you finish breaking it down from working out. Okay. And, and, and how can um, someone maybe get a, a, a hold of some of that uh, C4 energy? So I'm going to refer you back to my IG. So at FitLikely, there is a link. Um, I have a link tree in there. Once you click on the link, then you'll enter in my codes. You can get a nice little discount and it'll show you like all of the products that we have to offer. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Facts. I'll, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. So <laughs> there's two questions, but before we get into that, I always ask two questions to my, to my guests, but I want to ask you a question in terms of what advice you would give someone trying to get into the fitness industry, if they wanted to be a bodybuilder, if they wanted to become a personal trainer, what advice would you give them? So there's a few things. If you're trying to get into fitness, you definitely want to find the part of fitness that um, resonates with you the most. So whether it's yoga, cycling, 
Um, it may be bodybuilding, it may be body pump. So whichever one just really sticks with you that you really enjoy and just take it and run with it. Um, and then like any other industry, you want to make sure that you're networking. So for me, I'm always networking with other individuals in the fitness industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I had a couple of folks that, um, uh, that had actually started to follow me I mean, I'm no fitness person, but I think that, <laughs> You know, uh, they they connect like that. They see, hey, who knows this person? So it's it's. I I am also the network concierge of, of the DMV, so that that makes sense. Yes. So so let me ask you, what what is your superpower? What would you say your superpower is, Lee? Uh, my superpower would be, hmm, the ability to influence my environment. Hmm. Influence your environment. We'll mm -hmm. drop the mic on that right there. Yeah. Okay. Now the second question that I always ask my guests, um, and and as the second guest, you normally folks don't get to hear my spiel, but um, my, my model, my six elements of living a rich life, as I mentioned, one is good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. So that's what living a rich life means to me. And I break it down that way. What does living a rich life mean to you? Living a rich life um, to me just means uh, living a peaceful, happy life and also just doing what you love. Mm. Facts. Doing what you love. I, I, I love I love hearing that. Keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yes. Okay. Um, so, so Lee... You know, time comes and goes real quick, but before you leave us, um, I do want you to stay around for our closing remarks, but share with folks that are just tuning in and watching, um, what is next for Fit Like Lee? Talk what is you. next for me? <laughs> There's a few things I have lined up. Um, huh. I have a YouTube segment that will be dropping soon, so that'll be on my page. Um, uh, Sunday... March the 16th, I'm doing a boss brunch and that'll be in Baltimore. So that link is in my link tree as well. Uh, and then April 16th, we are doing a urban fitness expo in Baltimore. Um, and then other than that, really next for me is just really building my fitness brand. Um, so there will be like a couple of uh, products that I'll be coming out with under the brand. Okay, nice, nice. Well, there you have it, folks, that's just tuning in and, and watching. It's uh, Lee Wise Diaz, uh, bodybuilder, personal trainer. You can follow her on IG, uh, Fit Like Lee. I love the name, by the way. It's, uh, it, it flows. It flows. Um, this is a part of the show that I always hate. Uh, it's living a rich life closing remarks because I have to say goodnight. Um, so stick around because I'm, I'm going to do that right now. Um, as I go through this thing called life, I am choosing people who celebrate my accomplishments as if they were their own. Why? Because we can all win. My life is constantly changing because there's always room for improvement. And if I can improve, so can you. I want to say thank you to Sonny Cowell and Lee Wise Diaz for sharing your story. If you have an inspiring story to tell, you can contact us at livingarichlife.net. Hit the contact button. Put your story in there. Until next week, continue to be inspired to live a rich life. 
This is Rich James saying good night, and thank you for tuning in to BeExposedRadio.com. Ain't no better place to be. Have a good night. I think my producer, he does his thing. So Lee, you're on mute. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, there we go. He closed us out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I realize the sun went down.